0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Blind Intelligence with me, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, I am going to talk with you about the ages at which black men first experienced their encounters with the police. I decided to do this show because that was one of the questions that was normally asked during an interview. And I noticed a pattern of the first encounters being between the ages of 14 and 18. So I took some snippets from some footage and three people are going to share their stories. And we're also going to find out how a mother felt when her son was first arrested and how she feels now that he is actually incarcerated. According to the National Juvenile Justice Network, police use of force is just one aspect of the inequitable judicial process for use of color. Basically, what they're saying is that if a black child and a white child, let's say teenager or adolescent, does the same act, that the black one is usually judged more harshly. It says youth of color have been overrepresented and treated more harshly for the same behavior as their non-Hispanic white counterparts at every stage of the delinquency process for decades. So this is meaning that it has been known that our black youth has been judged more harshly, but there's nobody standing up for them. So it's time to bring some awareness to that. Our first story is going to be with a producer out of Houston, DJ Thinking 808. He is going to share with us his first experience with police. What are your thoughts on the current state of everything going on with police brutality, with you being from Houston?
1: From Houston, police brutality, it's... Man, that's yeah. You know, <clears throat> with everything that's going on with it, you would like to see police be a little bit more proactive in their approach, you know, with certain certain individuals and not be so military like. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that from police and I've had my own run-ins with, with police, you know. It could have turned off how old
0: were you when you first had your first run
1: in? Uh I think I was like sixteen. Um, the cop. We came out of uh Kinko's, it was late at night because we of car. And then as we were walking out to Kinko's, the cop right there. And he put a gun on me, searched me down, made sure I
0: got He me. put a gun on you? Yeah. For he, what reason?
1: Uh for nothing. Just being out that time of At night. age sixteen. Yeah, at age 16, yeah. And the cold part about it, we were, like I said, we were at the Kinko's copies getting uh, getting some copies. But the cold part about it, the clerk that was in the Kinko's was black, he was the one who called the cops on us. So even in that situation, I don't even really fought the cop, and I was did right the clerk call the cop on us in the first place. You know, we were just in there trying to get the cops to go home.
0: According to the NPR's Code Switch podcast, in their May 23, 2017 commentary, they can be quoted as, Black boys are police like no other demographic. They are policed on the street, in the malls, in the schools, in their homes, on social media. Police stop black boys on the vaguest description. Black hoodie, black boys running, black boys in jeans, black boys in athletic gear. Young black males are treated as if they are out of place. Not only when they are in white middle class neighborhoods, but even when they're in their own neighborhoods hanging with their own friends or even sitting on their own front porch. Our next story will be with rapper King Cooper out of Memphis he's going to talk about his first experience with the police and him and his friends were playing with toy guns. And that's something that I find very ironic because if toy guns are going to cause a threat, then why make toy guns? But anyway, listen to his story. Listen. Give me a personal experience that you have had with police brutality. Mm-hmm.
2: Shit, first time, shit, 14. <laughs> like, hey, y'all, why you, hey, don't be giving your sons your, your no guns, man, to play with, man, if y'all got police. No they control the neighborhood, man. That's all the same, because shit, me and my partner's heading to the studio to record a song. We playing around with the BB gun, you feel me? And the cop got there and me, get down on the fucking ground with his gun drawn out on. I'm like, goddamn, bro, the gun looks real. You know what I'm talking about? But this motherfucker told me, if that car wasn't in front of me, I'd have shot you dead. Wow. I thank that car for being in front of me and blocking me from being able to get a good shot on. Me. On my soul. He told me that. 14 years old? What? Gave it a curfew. We didn't follow the curfew, but you know, I mean, listen, man. He did that. He said that the car wasn't in front of him. It was a white car that was coming into the apartments before he came in. And that showed why he ain't shooting. I'd have been dead. So you know, Man, the shit been going on, you feel me? And uh it's just it's been going on and people don't get a chance to speak on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's 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 some but I know some good police too, but it's like when the good police don't say nothing, the bad police you become, become a bad police too. You feel me? And then when you don't speak on nothing, you are the bad police. So it's like, you know, uh, I don't got hatred for none of them bro. It's just like what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. But the time is what's happening now, shit getting destroyed. You know what I'm talking about? She getting shut down. And uh I just tell people, man, learn thyself, man. I don't give a fuck what you doing, man. Learn thyself, man. Find your purpose, man. For real. Cause it's been our time. <laughs> Look,
0: you done win Latin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> our next story is going to be from producer. Funkyfoot out of Pine Bluff. He's going to talk about his experience with the police, even though um, his is one of those classic exa- examples of that if it was one of his other counterparts that was doing the same crime, where he had got the same punishment. So let's listen to his story. Uh, you know, when I was
3: probably between, between I say eighteen to twenty-one. I went to jail a lot, so I was seeing the police a lot. You know what I'm saying? Or they were seeing me. I think they had my car marked or something. I don't know what it was because they was always stopping me. You know what I'm saying? But and you know, and I was you know my most memorable time was the time we were about to the club on the PJs, headed up there. It was a big party. Everybody was headed there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all about to go to... We was at the liquor store, you know, and got us some drink and everything. And I stopped right there by UAPB. You know what I'm saying? Everybody singing us right there passing by. Y'all straight, y'all straight. You know, which we thought we was, but then I went to jail the day we ain't making it. And that was probably the most memorable, because I got a DWI off of that. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't even hardly drunk, so that was like... That was the most memorable one wait, 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 wait. What?
0: What? what is not hardly drunk?
3: Because I only took the thing is we drink Everclear. So it's one eighty proof. <laughs> Cody What
0: is not hardly drunk? Come on now, Cody.
3: Yeah, hey. Because I only like only took like about two hits. Two actual hits. You know what I'm saying? But it was just it was the fact that it was everclear, so it was strong, so it
0: would pay people so you don't look at that that might have saved your life yeah, it, it, you know next we are going to have a mother to talk about her experience when she found out that her 16 year old was first arrested and what he was arrested about
4: Davis. um I I'm a mother of two children uh, he was 16 at the time. What happened? And he, had, he had talked to a girl or they said he was with a girl that was under age. And my son was called by, they, had, they were investigating him privately. And he said he had gotten a phone call from a private investigator that told him he needed to turn himself in. At the age of
0: 16?
4: Mm-hmm. But he said um, she was very nice about it, the way they handled it. And if he resisted, then he could be in a lot of trouble. So, of course.
0: But they never called you as the parents?
4: Never. They never so called him. His, that time, he That's was a too. So they might have called him, but he didn't tell me. But okay. me and him are very close, though. He calls me before he calls his dad.
0: So how did that make you feel about the police as a parent, knowing that the police has contacted your 16 year old son about being with somebody under age and never contacted you as a parent? How did that make you feel towards the police?
4: I, I felt like it was unjustly and I felt like they were you know, doing some things underhanded. I, di- I didn't feel like they handled this whole situation right because he was a minor still, even though he wasn't living with me. But I would have appreciated them being able to talk to me first, but they didn't.
0: So what was what what your relationship with the police from that point on?
4: untrusting. Even though my son said that they did not interrogate him and they were nice about it. I just, I didn't trust the situation. And we did get a lawyer behind it and he was able to fight it because the girl that wasn't the first time she had encounters like that. How old was she? 13. Dr.
0: Adrian Clark a psychiatrist gives some pointers and examples of how and when to talk to children about the police and especially black children and the talk that they should have and she recommends that parents should start talking with their children by the age of 6 these are some of the things she say for school age children that's you know going to kindergarten first grade through 6th grade all those good things Give details, but not information that might be above the language that they're able to comprehend. Concepts that are difficult to understand are words like discrimination and racial injustice. Instead, she says, mention the role police officers play and the benefits of police officers, but help them to understand that sometimes police interactions don't always go that way and that sometimes people are hurt. Younger adolescents starting around 10 or 11 years old, you should start talking about concepts such as discrimination and racial injustice using historical examples. You should explain the inequities that you might see in the criminal justice system, such as the rate at which black men are sentenced and incarcerated, but also do it in an age appropriate way. For older adolescents, 14 years and above, it says help teens, especially black teens understand that implicit bias may cause police officers to view them as older and more aggressive than their white peers. Share research with them to help them explain this and other disparities. Because even though they feel like that they're a child, they're not viewed that way by police. And you have to explain to them that they're viewed as a threat. And on our part, we have to make people more aware that our children Our children just like their children and that we expect for our children to be treated fairly, just like you would treat your children. So I hope that I brought some type of awareness to everyone about the ages in which you start talking about the police to your children. And I hope that some of these stories that were shared will help someone else and people will see similarities in their own situations to help bring awareness to others. I will see you after the holidays. I thank you for tuning in. And as always, I want you to experience exquisite cranial repertoire with me. And I will see you in 2021. Bye. Advertise with Blonde Intelligence, where our listeners experience exquisite cranial repertoire. Blonde Intelligence is a new podcast and video channel featuring entertainment, musical artists, producers, entrepreneurs, as well as discussions on social topics, making the Blonde Intelligence platform suitable for a wide variety of product ad types. Video, Instagram TV, YouTube, and links shared to all Blonde Intelligence social media pages and select group networking platforms. This creates a collective base of over 50,000 potential sets of eyes on your product or service. Each sponsored ad will feature on both the podcast and video platforms. Sponsors have the choice of either a voice ad or audio video ad with three options for placements. Create a win-win business partnership by advertising with Blonde Intelligence.